0: <laughs> just now that I learned how to learn German, I learned how shitty this language is at some point. Then, really,
1: it's really tough. <laughs> to though. be honest, like I'm always happy that I don't have to learn it. Like I just like I don't know the rules. I just speak it. So I'm just like, fuck this. I'm yeah, like, what like, like, is question what is the declination? Declila- yeah. declination is like a fine conjugation of a of a noun. Is like, what are all these well, questions? In German, mean? we don't even have for nouns. It's for uh, well, with nouns and articles. Oh really? Yeah, right, yeah, so. uh, yeah, so yeah bro. Den, der. There's a con, there's a declinations, like. esse den Salat. So you have to (laughs) declinate that. Man, I get I get questions all the time about this, and I'm like, "Uh, I can tell you it's wrong. I don't know why. (laughs) Speak English, so yeah. All right, guys. So on this podcast, we have Marcel. He is a childhood friend, um also a music producer as well as uh, working as an SEO specialist. And in this episode, we want to talk more about how artists on TikTok and Instagram um, create content and then funnel it into their music and making tons of money with it. Um, And yeah, in general would love more, love to hear more about like Marcel, what are you actually doing? What kind of music are you doing? Um, And yeah, let's get started.
0: (laughs) All right, so, well, basically I can go a little bit further. Uh, into the past, I started um, playing piano, actually, when I was 12. I learned Damn. for three years and then I was too cool to play the piano. So I wanted to learn <laughs> the E-Guitar, which skater boy, I did like, for skater one boy. year. I, was a skater I remember boy that time. Rocking the guitar. You remember? You remember <laughs> yeah. There were some good and some bad times, for example, when Lucas broke his leg. <laughs> That, that was, was really... definitely a bad time. Oh yeah, that was. A, that was I really. Know. Good. And Maybe we're, some people we're laughed. Ah, like, oh, you don't have anything. It's just don't, don't be pussy. Bro, put put <laughs> some actually... apple juice
1: over it. Put some yeah, apple really... juice over it. The fucking Apfelschorle.
0: Actually, his his leg what was completely broken, and uh, he has to go under surgery. <laughs> Bro, <I> broke <laughs> two was... bones
1: right there. Yeah, really crazy. Okay. All
0: right. <laughs> little little drift off. Um, but I think it was when, when I turned 16, me and my friend Fabrice, also a very good friend of us. Yeah. Uh, we decided yeah, yeah, yeah. to start a band. We were collecting band members, so we started our first Death metal band. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, really sick. We, we did really, <laughs> really sick stuff, but we were learning on the process, and yeah. there was a time when it was cool to have like electronic samples inside yeah. of your music. And this is when I started with uh, getting in touch with electronic music produ- production because I was very interested how it works. And I mm-hmm. started with a program called Reason. I, I would say, it's a, <laughs> by now I would say it's, it's a very bad program. I don't want to <laughs> to, do, to do negative promotion for the program, but it was really not easy to work with. But I did some things. And I got a really nice response from other bands like, how did you do it? Sounds so nice. Reminds me of X and Y. And uh, then a friend came to me and said, oh, you should do, uh, do drum and bass. And I was like, yeah, it's like Pendulum stuff. I I would love to do this. Like, then what I figured is Pendulum out, stuff? Pendulum, what is that? It's, yeah, what uh, does that it's, mean? It's drum and bass. Like Pendulum is a ah. band. It's a very big band. Ah, like every, every, okay. every person in drum and bass scene knows Pendulum. It's they're really big. They do headliner shows and everything like super big. So uh, I was trying to figure out how to program drums and how the pattern works and everything. And I was mm-hmm. super happy with my results and then comparing it to other songs. And I was like, this is dipshit. <laughs> <laughs> this is absolute <laughs> trash. So but it kind of was it was motivating to me. So I came into mixing everything and like after one year of producing um, I, I kind of fell in love with the liquid drum and bass it's like a more yeah. softer approach more melodic mm-hmm. and a lot of piano and this is the time was the time when I like recovered my piano skills because oh, I had nice. to apply this in music production and I uh, fell in love with piano again and actually after like one year I got the first label contract for drum and bass oh, wow. and this was sick. a really sick time for me. And this was also a time where I learned that labels don't always provide value, <laughs> 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 which is also a reason why I'm not signed yet um probably yeah, this, good decision. This was like, decision.
1: sorry, probably a good decision that you don't have signed a contract yet, or a yeah label. yeah, maybe
0: i mean i I did sign some label later on, but I will come to this so i was uh, doing drum and bass for for a good amount of time learning practicing skills and also came into Mm -hmm. mixing and you know then some people come and say oh i want to do rap can you do beats and then you start like niching down into producing beats and everything it was super fun like it's always good to change genres at some time because you know or you learn how how they work and you can apply this to your music as well because there are always like elements in music um, that are very unique and there are certain rules in genres that you can also take and put this into another genre and this creates basically, you can create a new genre or you have a special touch because you, you have the, all the information from the under, other genres. Can you yeah? give an
1: example, for ex- like one of these t- special touches from one genre into the next that made it unique? Um, I, can, I can
0: point out a specific case. Right now in Melodic House... Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a trend going on where they have not only or melodic house artists have these uh, break beats, and yep. um, if you compare like
1: these break beats now with what a is liquid... a break beats by the way, a break I beat? am so uneducated our... in the music thing. It's like if it's <laughs> if it's not top 50 charts, if it's not Latin or reggaeton, I'm like, yeah, buddy, I think you lost me right there. So yeah, yeah please go on, go into detail. Okay, so
0: <laughs> I, I try to make it simpler, right? so melodic house you have this four to the floor beat Mm -hmm. and the break beat breaks this up actually it's not Mm -hmm. not really something that you would dance to but something that you would listen to in the car because it has some it doesn't have this four to the floor rhythmic but some Mm -hmm. um like distinct other rhythms it's uh it's basically drum and bass drum pattern but slower.
1: Okay. So nice. the, the
0: kick isn't isn't uh, at the one all the time. And um yeah, it's really, really nice to listen. There's some some more hi-hats playing. Um yeah. is it little, more relaxing then? Yeah, it's it's actually more relaxing.
1: Yeah. Oh okay. Like and study if, music or is it different? No, no,
0: it's it's Different, but I think you can study very good to it as well. But mm-hmm. it's not lo-fi beats, if you mean that. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, so yeah that's it's, what. It's, that's it's the thing I know. Lo-fi. That's
1: where I, I enter the conversation again, right? I'm like, oh no, <laughs> yeah, okay, I got this. Back. You got me there. <laughs> yeah, but it's Lucas not that. The conversation. So,
0: <laughs> so if you uh, if you compare break beats to the liquid drum bass back then, there mm-hmm. are very there are a lot of parallels between okay. these music genres. Like, there's a lot of piano. There's um, really melodic uh, vibes underlying this uh, drum pattern. So I would say breakbeats nowadays are a combination of liquid drum bass and melodic house, which created a new genre in itself.
1: So summing up, you basically um, got influenced by a lot of different genres, and then you can always take the beats from one to a different one. And like, was it liquid or what what are the other liquid drum bass? and melodic yes. house yeah exactly yeah, actually. and then with what um genre did you end up right now what are you doing right now um yeah would love to hear more about that one so
0: i i kind of settled down in melodic house and also yeah. a little bit of melodic techno uh, melodic techno is i would say a real trend right now but by now because many producers are also trying to get into this genre i'm a little bit turned off because i think it's a it's a it's a really trend and i don't want to be like part of a trend but i applied some of these elements that uh that that make melodic techno into melodic house as well so again they're like uh, trying to find the middle between melodic house and melodic techno so uh I would describe myself as a melodic house artist with a little bit more driving beats because melodic house in itself can be very calm and subtle but it can yep. also be danceable and that's what oh. I try to achieve. Like it, you can also oh, you can yeah. listen to it very well in the car or while studying, doing sports, whatever. Um, but you sh- in my opinion, you should also be able to dance to it whenever you have a show or something. Makes sense. No, yeah. I-, I
1: agree. I like it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. I-, I will. I have no idea. I'm not an expert in this, but I like it. I like danceable music. Yeah. Let's put it this yeah, way. Actually. So that's a, that's the point for yeah. me. So guys now talking about all the music, let's talk about the money part. All right. Let's Cause I think that's like, money. I've, Exactly. I mean, lately I've seen, like, for example, uh, Marcel, do you know um, Connor Price? No. So Connor Price is um, he's an Instagrammer as well as TikTok guy. Well, let me just share my screen very quickly. Um, super interesting because in the end we always, like, the normal route of a musician is, as you say, like you sign a label, right, um, and then hopefully they promote you, um, and then you're getting like sixteen percent of the cut, right? So most of the time the label gets all of it because they're doing all the effort.
0: Um, so and
1: now, and now we're seeing more and more the trend that actually people doing TikToks as well as Instagram videos, promoting their own video or their music, um, and then funneling it into Spotify. Cause you can mm-hmm. clearly see, like for example, Spotify is paying between 0.3 and 0.5 cents per stream. That is mm-hmm. worth it. Now I want to give the example of Connor Price. They're more, more than like the another one is called Razi. Um I will show both of them. And it's quite interesting. And then I would like to get all, both of your opinions on this. Wait, let me share my screen very quickly. Uh Connor Price, here we go. So he is most famous probably All right. So maybe he always, let's start with this one. So, right. Um, you good? What is this?
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. He's, uh, he's getting ready for a birthday party. <laughs> just ignore him. Ready to work on that banger. Oh, Sorry. I'm just, I'm not feeling that today. What's wrong? So, I don't really want to talk about it. I wrote some things down the most quality. Do that again.
1: Let's say this. Oh nice. All right. So basically, he's introducing different characters. So he has always this kind of, this kind of way. He has like these short videos that so like up to a minute, I think. And there's different characters in there. There's always the producer guy. There's the the awkward uh, I think stepbrother um that it was like on the birthday party and there's another guy so there's always these three interacting he plays all of them himself and then he creates different moods or scenarios we then creates these shorts and they're usually funny and has this musical component in it obviously it's a mix of acting because he used to be a child actor as well he was pretty famous as well at some point i think uh he was in I forgot which movie it was in, but he was in a in a big movie. Anyways, so he used that to then create more followers, etc., and then found that into also his, uh, Spotify. So he creates sometimes yeah, literally wait. the like the shorts, and if they get traction, he then creates a song out of it, right? So for yeah, example, smart, he just yeah. had like like a very short hit. Or for example, there's also one when he like has like a carrot flute, um, and then he creates it afterwards. So he's like, oh, I see there's demand for it, and when there's demand. He then uses it to um, basically just like create a song, um, and then funnels it into uh, Spotify, and that's how they monetize. Um, also, so it's a very similar model to lean startup yeah, right? absolutely. It's like prototyping so and like, right. hitting MVP. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You get the MVP out, you got the first traction, and then yeah, let's you fucking do go. user Build testing.
0: And if it performs and yeah. like your target audience likes it, you just make a whole thing out of it. And yeah. give it a go. And you it's like yeah. it's like proof. It's like science.
1: Yeah. Exact it's super, super cool. And then the question is, all right, this works for music, apparently. Yeah. He does it. And what else do you think is possible? Do you think this would be something interesting for movies? Like imagine there's fucking people creating trailers for some i don't know superhero flick or whatever funny movie and like with ai and then afterwards they created because the the trailer went viral wouldn't that make it so much more successful or the the increase in money you think you know what i mean because that's hollywood risk i I, I
0: think i think it uh, it it depends (laughs) i think like what i see in industry right now is that there's really good marketing and then the product sucks Mm-hmm. And I think this is very negative, and th- this could this could be a problem if you have so easy tools to promote something, but then, then you can't deliver. So yeah. I'm I'm not really sure about that.
1: Also, I, I have to also say what basically I don't agree. Uh, I also don't think that making a like a movie out of it would be worth it because right a trailer even if it gets millions of views you have to consider that the production cost of a movie is so much higher than a song. So for me this is like interesting. For example, let's go through the financial part of for example how much um Connor just makes for example each month, right? So we did a quick math there. He gets each month roughly over seven million um monthly listeners listeners. So then you just like That's calculate with the hey right? Um and then he gets yeah. like He has to like, let's calculate with like seven, um, like it's 70%, he can keep the money and then 0.3 cents per each, um, per listen. listen, And that makes him, so yeah, he can make a lot of money with that. Wait, uh, let me just do the quick math So you're
0: calculating for Spotify alone right now, yes?
1: Yes. Yeah. So if you if you don't have a label, et cetera, because he does it himself, mm. right? He does it all himself. And I think that's an interesting way. That's what you said. You don't you can mm. keep everything. Well, besides the Spotify. Yeah, all card, the fees right? that go is off It depends
0: on the provider that you upload your stuff to.
1: It, yeah. Well, how much is out of the providers? What other providers are there?
0: Um, you know, if you're independent artist, I personally work with DistroKid, this is a platform where you can upload mm-hmm. your music and they provide they upload it to every streaming platform out there. And they have some really nice opportunities. For example, uh, there's YouTube music and you can also uh, do content ID. This means if uh, YouTube plays your song somewhere or someone else has your song in their videos whatsoever, they will collect yeah. the money from the content ID and they will... Uh, they will send you a message, XY, oh, yeah, right. use your video. This is like this is a really, really nice opportunity that DistroKit provides. Um I also like started uploading music um back then when I didn't know of DistroKit before with C D baby. This is also like a CD baby. platform. <laughs> it's called C D baby, yeah. But there there <laughs> are so many more and it always depends on your approach. Like I have a friend, he has a label as well. And uh, he's working with a whole other platform because it's just too big, and mm-hmm. you know everything has its positive and negative sides. But there are actually a lot of providers, and I would, I personally would say for for my for my approach,
1: uh, District is the best for me. And how much do they take? Let's suck numbers.
0: Uh, I pay actually uh, right now. I think eighty nine euros a year for this, but they're also for every Uh, song that you upload, there are fees attached to it. For example, I think content mm -hmm. IDs, I don't want to lie here. I think it's like 15 euros a year or something for each song. Oh, okay. But it's not a variable And they take 30% of the um, money from YouTube Uh, as well. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. And this can vary between the providers, uh, I think.
1: So, but how do they get the YouTube monetization? How does that work? Because you're uploading the video on YouTube. Are they doing that? They are
0: also uploading the music to
1: YouTube. On what channel? There's,
0: a, um, there's YouTube music channel. For example, uh, also DistroKid. With really? DistroKid, I can I can tell DistroKid that my personal YouTube account is also my YouTube music account. And so, so it's linked. Mm-hmm. When I... Uh, Upload a song; it will ap- appear on my YouTube account as well as a video, and it shows the cover of the song. Yeah, it's what? it's really, really, really convenient. Mind blown, just now. Yes, yeah, it's, it's p- really good. Oh, so if you if you're interested in all that stuff, you should check out District. It's really crazy what they do. They pro- provide so much value for independent artists. I as again, maybe maybe uh, other platforms are doing that as well, but I can only speak of district because there i have the experience
1: i am wow this is super cool all right so they do all that kind of stuff but do they also take the money out of your um out of the ones that you upload yourself or the video uh nope
0: well actually this is a thing i would love to know because um like i I have my, I got my money for August, and there is some more mm-hmm. in in from content ID, and uh, yeah, I uploaded my mix like two months ago, and it just hit mm-hmm. over a million views and maybe Ooh, congrats thank you, bro and maybe i think um like the royalty statements from content id may be related to that video maybe because i think there i have 15 songs or something in that mix and three are mine and i got some mm-hmm. money from content id maybe be, um, because i can't monetize this video because i don't have the rights of the other songs but may but youtube yeah. is uh, doing advertising on it Okay, so uh, maybe uh, with Content ID, I get like partly my money from that video as well. But I'm not sure about that. I uh, Like next week or something, I want to go into research if I can get a more detailed view of Content ID, where the money comes from.
1: After our short intro with our sponsor, we're back to the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So where were we? All right. So you just talked about YouTube ID. And then I think in August, when we saw you in Germany, you were also talking about uh, monetizing, um, I think, playlists. I think you mentioned it somehow. Can you explain that concept? How playlists work on Spotify? How it works? What are the tricks that artists use to monetize their own content or etc.?
0: Okay, yeah, so uh, it's all about Spotify playlists. This is a super big life hack, I would say, for uh, especially independent artists. Mm-hmm. I have a friend, he's called Remore. Right now, he's, uh, he's also uh, with Warner Music, and he has, I think, around six or 700,000 monthly listeners yeah, and nice. multiple million plays. Um, mm-hmm. He grew, like, years before Spotify playlists. And this is mm-hmm. crazy because these playlists are big. I think one of the playlists has over 100,000 followers. And wow. you, can, you can imagine what kind of value this provides. Even if, yeah. you're, if you upload your own song, put this into the Spotify playlist, and, and 100,000 people will listen to it in, That's terms, crazy. Of, in terms of money. There's, there's a lot, actually. And then there's also platforms called SubmitHub, where mm-hmm. you can, when you're an independent artist or maybe labels as well, and you want to promote your song, you can pitch these songs to playlist to Spotify playlist curators. Ah. And um, this is like you have a credit system in there. So you pay, for example, I don't know the exact um, relation, but you mm-hmm. pay, exa- ex- for example, $30 for 30 credits and they're bigger and smaller playlist curators and the one costs three credits and the other one two. And you can pitch the song to them, have a short message and then they decide if they put your song on their playlist or not. And they have to respond within uh, 48 hours. And they have to provide feedback why they don't take it if they don't take it. And this is actually really nice because it has value for the artist yeah, for the yeah. money and for the playlist as well, so the playlist the curator gets some money, and yeah. the uh, the artist gets some nice feedback and in the best case, he gets some nice placement and a at a big playlist and this you know so, yeah. this also this also feeds the algorithm because if you uh if you bring your song to playlist where similar songs are playing, mm-hmm. you will get into Spotify radio because Spotify learns this artist's is part uh, of this genre so uh, you know it's all it's... about the algorithm and more mm-hmm. plays more views people click on your song if they like them they save them and everything so this is this is a big game really play uh, is remind... a big game That's actually that actually reminds
1: crazy. me of because i'm always like for a long time i saw on instagram like a, like advertisement for a spotify playlist i'm like why would somebody pay to acquire a user for their playlists if if it's free to listen to, right? So for me now, it all makes sense, right? Because I was like, wait, wait, why? Why are they monetizing on there? Just their own clip? Just their own music is monetized on Spotify or your entire playlist? Just your own music. Uh,
0: But, but, if you have a big playlist, as I said, you can make a business out of it because, because if you're really big, labels will approach you and say, okay, we give you X amount for placement for X amount of time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So there's,
0: there's with playlists on Spotify, there's actually money to be made. Yeah, it's super wow. cool. Yeah. i always so it's like, like the... an
1: ad placement, just product placement. It's like you have yeah. the shelf space and you're just like, ah. yeah,
0: I mean, you, you build a audience, you build yeah. followers and people can use these followers for money. That's the business yeah. model.
1: I wonder if they better monetize than uh, emails or something and how valuable the target audience is, how they even define target audience, you know? Because in let's say SEO and everything, I mean we're familiar with that. Uh, target audiences are usually defined on first of all, what product are you buying? Uh, are these people wealthy, etc. How does it work with listeners, and then what kind of information do you get about your listener, right? The target audience, basically, age, just and demographics, just oh, okay.
0: demographics, and you also get like in the lower section, people also listen to, like if if the um... algorithm learned uh, where you belong to. And what your audience look like? Where you, yeah. belong, where you belong, where you belong. Oh, you belong, my friend. You belong. You know, the algorithm knows you're you're part of this genre, and your listeners tend to listen to X and Y. I think uh, Spotify is good for some people and bad for some people because you know, algorithm is always good and evil. And the, yeah. the algorithm can, can either work for you or against you.
1: Yeah, I mean, exactly. it, there's always this breaking or I heard this in Facebook, etc. Back in the day, businesses were just completely destroyed because the algorithm changed. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, it crazy, like how much an algorithm nowadays, how dependent we are on these platforms. Like internet businesses, let's put it this way. Great opportunities, yeah. but great risk. I was about to say this is also like yes. At the same time, yeah, it might be a risk, like the algorithm, etc. But then at the same time, you can see you can first of all you don't need labels any longer, right? So for example, Connor Price big, is a great example for thing, this one. Actually, yes. um, you have actually you have basically all your you have control over the entire funnel, right? Because like maybe you go he acquires for example users via TikTok. We, via Instagram or shorts on YouTube, right? So different platforms. So by you mitigate the platform risk by going on multiple platforms, right? And so you can go very specific. And as well, like YouTube, to be honest, like once you have the followers, let's say you have your 5, mil, five million followers, etc. like people will go, like for example, I don't have any... I set up my YouTube, they don't see any in the Explore page because I don't want to get distracted. But I always go to on the left side, like to the people that I follow, right? So I see, mm-hmm. oh, it's a new video there. And then once you have the followers, it's very unlikely, especially on YouTube, um, that you get like, like get shafted by the algorithm. Because in the end, it's like, I'm, I'm just, oh, here's a new video. I'm going to watch it. So once mm-hmm. you have the audience, it's, it's very but hard. YouTube to is listen. more of a search engine versus. Uh... Exactly. Yeah.
0: yeah I... I, I, well, I think YouTube is very different because yeah. uh, I have an example for myself. Um, oh, please <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> so as I said, like two months ago, I uploaded a Melodic House v- mix. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like one hour and now it hit like one point one million views. And like nice one noise. month later, I uploaded the Melodic Techno set in a really nice. I think it was really nice uh, in the forest setting and mm-hmm. by now it has i think 6000 views so wow. i have i have over <laughs> 10000 subscribers so yeah. calculating not every one of my sub- subscribers yeah. watched the videos not, and actually not. it wasn't it wasn't played out to every of my subscribers because i don't know the algorithm was working against me
1: yeah but don't you see also in uh, youtube analytics uh, where there was actually th- from the 6,000 people that watched it or views, how many of them were actually your followers and how many came from organic traffic, right? So you can see search yes, engine, yes. et cetera.
0: Yes, absolutely. Yes, you can see all of this. And I can say just a few of my followers were seeing this okay. video. <laughs> oh, damn.
1: his <Please>, mother. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, it's, but it's okay. You know, I'm learning about my audience and uh, maybe they are just not into melodic techno and that's... Absolutely, yeah. all right. So for the for the next set, I'm planning for like in a few weeks. I know it's
1: gonna yeah. be melodic house. <laughs> <laughs> Let's I, go. I, I have an I have an off topic or maybe related topic. Have you ever seen that dude who did like? uh He started off, I think, his career in I think it was a YouTube video. He's like in a restaurant and he's like, who all the single ladies give a fuck? I don't know. He's like I don't know what his name is. He's always in the bathrobe, and he always has funny uh, music videos. No, I have no idea. Uh, does Is he that... do mixes? Yeah, yeah, he does mixes as well.
0: Yeah, he's. I think uh, I know who you mean, but he's actually German. I think he's from Berlin, right? Yeah, I think so. Do you so. mean I the same? So, yeah. It's Chris Luno? Chris Luno? Wait, wait. You look him up. Maybe, maybe it's him. Luno. And he, he yeah. does mixes like in the car, driving, having the DJ set up on his lap.
1: No, it's a different guy. It's a different, oh, guy. It's a different guy. Okay. Or, or, do you, or, Mark, do you mean the guy, for example, when he's like, for example, with the cat, with the guy like, oh, no, 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 no. And the cat moving like this and he makes a remix of it on Instagram. No, no, no. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'll, I'll try to find it, guys. I'm going to put it in the show notes. <laughs> this guy is hilarious. Anyways, I just wanted to come back to, um, Marcel, what is your strategy for the future? Do you think you're going to go down also uh, the rabbit hole of Instagram, TikToks, like short reels and this kind of way or how you want to grow your audience? i just going to. Um, create massive youtube videos that you hope that are going to be bangers and uh, what's the plan
0: yeah um so you know as you already stated you know you can be like music comedian and Mm -hmm. do some funny stuff but that's actually it works really well like i know a ton of youtubers that go this road and it's really nice but if you're it's funny. not my way, huh? They, 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 because said, they're really you're funny. funny. And they're, yeah, because I'm not funny. I'm just serious.
1: <laughs> you're German, so we're German, so you I'm, I'm German. Yeah, du musst
0: pünktlich sein. No, so for me, um, I want to go the road that I do like nice mixes that people mm-hmm. love to listen to. And I will go the DJ route. So I actually want to play shows, and Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. so many people, right, come to Toronto, come to I don't know India, like people Mm -hmm. around the world are sending messages, come visit us, play some nice nice shows. This is the route I actually want to go. And also, I uh, I have um, three playlists right now on Spotify, Mm -hmm. and I want to grow them. You know, every time I upload a mix. Um, I will I create a playlist and people mm-hmm. can fol- follow that playlist like for example nice. all the Melodic House tracks that you hear in my mixes on YouTube they're in this, in this Melodic House playlist. I think uh, right now it has like 800 or something not really really much followers but mm-hmm. it will grow by the time and this is like just a process that comes passively right now. Because, is there an active know, way that you influence the growth? Um, I want to do next year I will start um, promoting it on Instagram on Meta and maybe TikTok and something. I did this before as well Mm -hmm. and was performing great really like a performance marketing for playlists works great especially on TikTok. TikTok is Mm -hmm. uh, CPM wise very cheap and you get a lot of views for low cost and this works perfectly so this is a plan for next year as well This year, my priorities were a little bit different because I wanted Mm -hmm. to work on my songs and on my uh, on my sound, actually, more. Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: And yeah, makes sense. So actually, um, also, yes, I'm independent artist, but right now uh, some labels are approaching that I can identify myself with. So I'm considering working with them as well. Don't sell out! uh, Don't sell out! (laughs) We learned about it. I will. I will think about this because, as I said in the in the past, um, I was disappointed by labels because Mm -hmm. they were taking all the money, not providing any value for me. So I, it's like philosophy for me. I'm not looking for a label to fit in, Mm -hmm. but I, I'm looking for a label that fits to my philosophy so that's like how a different it should be.
1: Approach. yeah that's how it should be all right i still also have a final life. question i still have a final yes, question myself sure. where can people find you what are the playlists where can we plug you in so they can find you and that awesome so music that you're if, making
0: <laughs> if you want to if you want to sub on my youtube account you can just type in motry m-o-t-r-y and you mm-hmm. will find it immediately um also you can like type in Motri summer mix and you will find me even more easy. Also you can find me on any streaming platform, just type in Motri and mm-hmm. actually you should find it there. On Instagram awesome. it's uh, Motri music. Please leave a like and a follow and I love I actually love the interaction between all the people. I get so many so many messages and comments and I'm so happy about this. Like people writing me that they listen to my mix For three weeks in a row, every day, going to work, making them happy, helping them through difficult times. And this is really, this is uh, where my, this is where my heart is, actually.
1: That is really, really cool. That's how it should be. No. We only get shit talk when we release our <laughs> app, bro. <laughs> this is not no. working, bro. Like, I'm more. like, I think it's we're in a wrong though. industry. <laughs> like, Dif- different industry. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, gamers. It's like, nothing of this is working. You promised me this. Why is it not working? <laughs> Stop the like, protocol. Oh, <laughs> awesome all right guys i would say yeah. that's the part <laughs> all right appreciate it <laughs> all right myself well, thanks for having you thanks for having me
0: was very nice with you guys <laughs> likewise bro
1: let's go my boys Woo!